Yeah. All right. Good morning, everyone. Please make yourselves comfortable. Eat. Uh, good morning, Philip. Good to see you. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> we got, we got a new uh, new outdoor location here. Enjoying Hashem's nature, Hashem's beauty. Um, so this week's parsha, parsha's Miketz. Uh, we're going to be discussing what it means to master bitachon. Uh, and of course, we have Yosef over here as our prototype, who we're going to be learning from. Uh, and we have in Bereshis, um, in Parshas Miketz, uh, Perak Mem Aleph, Pasuk Tesvav, uh, source number one, Vayomer Parol Yosef, Parol comes and he tells Yosef, right? So Yosef was languishing in jail for two years. Uh, he's pretty much lost all hope. He got framed for doing the right thing, right? He ran away from Ashes Potiphar, end of Lax Wis Parsha. Everything ends on a dismal level. Yosef is hopeless. He's left there. Uh, the one person who he had, who he put his trust in, uh, forgot about him, right? The, the Sar Hamashkim who was supposed to remember him, he told him twice, remember me, remember me. Sar Hamashkim forgets about him. Uh, he's all but forgotten, left in jail in Mitzrayim. I'm sure the conditions there weren't too good. Um, I doubt they had any kind of uh, rights or freedoms or space or um, sanitary, uh, <laughs> any kind of sanitary uh, health over there. Uh, so Yosef's all but left, um, all but forgotten in jail. And then this week's Parsha, everything takes a turn, right? Uh, and anybody who's had big success in life, right, be it uh, if Jewish leadership uh, or business success, uh, all the Jeff Bezos and uh, Oprah Winfrey's and uh, all the big uh, successful people out in the world, uh, and both Lahavdil in our, in our own world as well, uh, they've all had uh, a roller coaster, right? There's always been huge ups, huge downs when they thought nothing would work, uh, and then you know eventually they they found some kind of success and something you know uh, took on, uh, and they were able to succeed. Uh, Yosef was no. Um, Yosef was also, uh, he had his, he had his lows, uh, and he only got to become the second most success, uh, successful, the second most powerful person, uh, in Mitzrayim, uh, from the lows that he faced, right? He faced the ultimate lows, his own brothers selling him into slavery, uh, languishing in prison, being, uh, after, right after the worst of the worst. Uh, of uh, almost being killed by his brothers, then being sold into slavery, uh, and then finally rising to the top, and then a huge another fall, right? Because uh, he gets framed by Asius Potiphar, uh, and now he's back in jail, all but forgotten. That's this week's Parsha. Uh, and finally, he has another chance uh, to rise to the top. And Vayomer Paro, Yosef Paro tells Yosef, that I dreamt a dream. I have no interpretation for it. And I heard about you, uh, that you're the, you're the man with the answers. Vayan Yosef, Yosef answers and he says, Vayan es Paro, Lemor, Bil Adai, it's not me. Uh, there's nothing of my own that I can offer you. Elokim yana es shalom paro. It's Hashem who can answer the dreams of paro. 
right? So you could just imagine the scene. This is Yosef's one chance, right? After two years of being in prison, this is literally his one glimpse uh, at any kind of light at the end of his tunnel. If he doesn't nail this uh, this business proposal, right? If he doesn't uh, get this interview uh, and get the job, uh, then he's going to be left in prison maybe for the rest of his life uh, and he might die in prison, be left there all but forgotten. Um, this is his one chance at any kind of success in life, let alone making his dreams a reality um, and um, and bringing the brothers to bow down to him. This is his one chance. And what's his answer? What's his response to Paro? Instead of saying, oh yeah, you definitely need me. I'm the man for the job. Uh, I'm uh, Mr. Smarts here. Look at all my degrees. Look at all my credentials. No. Yosef says, Biladai, it's not me. Says Rashi in source number two, the wisdom is not my own. It's only Hashem who can answer, uh, who can answer your dreams. He's the one who's going to give the answers in my mouth. Lishlom Paro. Um, for the for the for the uh, for the good of Paro, so Yosef, after all this, right, he's one chance. He's willing to give it all up, uh, give it all away. He says, "Ah, I'm not fit for the job. It's not me. I have no wisdom of my own. It's only Hashem who can answer Paro's dreams." Um, says the Medrash Rabba. Uh, from here, uh, in source number three, Ashrei Hagever, Asher Sam Hashem David Amelech says in Tehillim, "Blessed is the man who puts his trust in Hashem." Ze Yosef. This is referring to Yosef. We see that Yosef was willing to put his trust in Hashem um, and say, "It's all Hashem. There's nothing of my own." Despite being, he wanted to feel needed by Paro. He wants the, he wants Paro to recognize that he's the man for the job. That he's the. Uh, that he has the experience and the wisdom and the necessary to run the country. Uh, but no, he says, Biladai, um, it's not me. It's all Hashem. Elohim Shalom Para. Hashem is the one who's going to answer the dreams of Para. Um, and the Vilna Goen says that there are three different levels uh, when it comes to Bitachon. Um, let's see over here, source number four. David Amalek says, um, I, put my, I put my trust in the Chesed of Hashem. Uh, then he says, right? My heart will rejoice uh, through your salvation when there's hope for salvation. Uh, and then it's a shira la Hashem ki alai, and I'm going to sing to Hashem uh, for he has done kindness to me. Uh, so says the Vilna Gon in explaining this pasuk of There's three parts to this pasuk. Uh, so says the Vilna Gon, the completion of bitachon is when a person's found in these three situations. That everybody has these three situations in life, and mastering bitachon means recognizing Hashem and putting your trust in Hashem in all three of these different scenarios. One is Aleph, Kasher Hu Sarah when a person is in a time of stress. Uh, to look and put his trust in Hashem, right? So that's when things aren't going well, when you're going through a difficult challenge, uh, when there's a difficult health crisis uh, or a relationship or family crisis or something difficult is going on. uh, You can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. It all seems hopeless and lost. So then putting your trust in Hashem, that's one level of bitachon. But that says the Vilna Gon is the lowest level of bitachon, right? When things are going wrong and you're putting your trust in Hashem, that's the lowest level because that's the easiest because 
because you have no other hope otherwise, right? You're going through a challenge. You don't see the solution. It's not clear to you. Uh, so putting your trust to Hashem in that scenario, yes, it's a level of bitachon, but it's not the ultimate level of bitachon. Then he says, The second level is when you already see the solution. Right, you see, ah, okay, this is what I have to do. This can get me my financial success if I head down this career path. Um, if uh, if I go to this doctor, he might be able to help me. When a person sees some kind of solution uh, to the situ- the challenge that he's in, um, but nevertheless. He doesn't ask Yeshua. He only asks Hashem for help, right? He goes to the doctor, but he's ultimately asking Hashem, you are the one who's going to heal me. Please heal me. Uh, so that's, and you're not asking people to help you. You're asking Hashem to help you. You're putting your main focus and trust in Hashem. Uh, so that's the second level of bitachon, uh, where you already see some kind of solution. There's hope on the horizon somewhere. But nevertheless, you're saying, Hashem, you're ultimately the one who's going to take care of me. You're ultimately the one who's going to bring me uh, that success or that relief to, uh, to my challenge. Uh, and then says the Vilna Gon that there's a third level as well. When Hashem actually does go ahead and he does save you and he does heal you and he does take you out of that uh, financial crisis or health crisis or whatever situation you're going through or difficulty that you're going through. On that day, you go back and you say, Hashem, thank you so much. You don't forget about Hashem once everything's going good and smooth again. No, 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 no. You still continue to put your trust in Hashem even when everything plateaus and everything's smooth and you reach baseline again. And you don't forget then the bitachon, the trust that you have uh, with your complete heart. And therefore, says the Vilna That's why David Amelech is saying, I trust in the in the chesed of Hashem, meaning David Amelech was going through uh, a difficulty. People were chasing after him. They wanted to kill him. Shalom Melech, um, and of Shalom, uh, and he's saying in my in my Yom Tsar, in Hashem's in Hashem's uh, chesed, I trusted. So nobody else, right? So I even when I'm going through the challenge, I'm trusting in Hashem. Also the day of my salvation where I already see hope on the horizon. I see the solution uh, to the difficulty that I'm going through. My heart is going to be uplifted only in your Yeshua. Uh, meaning Hashem, you're ultimately the one who's going to bring the Yeshua. I'm not asking anybody else to save me. Uh, right? Nobody else can help me except for Hashem. Having that complete trust in Hashem. And then Ashira la Hashem kasher toshia li ashira lo ki lalai. And then once Hashem already does save me. The save that salvation has already happened. Hashem already took me out of this difficult challenge. Still, Ashir al Hashem, it's Hashem who I'm gonna sing to, Kigam Alalai, because he was the one who did the kindness for me. It wasn't that person or anybody else who ultimately brought me uh, the the Yeshua who ultimately took me out of the challenge. It was ultimately Hashem who took me out of the challenge. Uh, so that says the Vilna Gon are the three levels of bitachon that a person needs to have to have complete bitachon. That it's all, it's in all three scenarios and those are the levels of bitachon that a person can exemplify. The Sif Seichayim says that Yosef showed uh, that he mastered this, this second level of bitachon. He basically showed that he mastered all three. 
throughout his lifetime. Uh, but by, by saying Biladai, what Yosef was saying was that it's not me. Hashem is the one who can answer me. He was showing in action this second level of Bitachon that despite the salvation being on the horizon, right? Paro was able to take him out of all the pain and misery and difficulty that he was going through and can bring him success. He said, no, 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 it's not Paro that's going to bring me success. It's Hashem who's going to bring success. Uh, and therefore he was clear and upfront. It's not me. The skills aren't in my hands. It's all Hashem uh, that can help me. By doing that, he was showing in action and exemplifying what it means, uh, that second level of, 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 of bitachon, that despite uh, the, so seeing the person who can help you out of your current situation, uh, putting your full complete trust in Hashem, that it's only Hashem who's going to take you out uh, and not and the person in front of you is only the means of ishtadlus that you need to do to get there. Says the Sifzei Chaim, Nitzinu lemeidem as godel, in source number five, Nitzinu lemeidem as godel maylas habitachon shal Yosef. We see the amazing level of the bitachon of Yosef. Shal rega laratzel sheyachshavu v'yachsu mashahu min pisron hachalom lechachmaso. Because at this moment, uh, he didn't want that Paro should think uh, that, the, that the wisdom um, and the interpretation was coming from out of his own wisdom, uh, out of his own uh, adeptness uh, and intelligence. No, 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 no. No, Sef Lekach. Yosef wanted to express uh, his level of uh, bitachon uh, and to implement into himself how much he believed that it was all coming from Hashem and not out of his own smarts and out of his own wisdom and intelligence. Uh, it wasn't from his chachma, from his chachma Elohim, Yana, Shalom, Paro. Uh, it's Hashem who's going to answer the dreams of Paro. We see from here an amazing yesod when it comes to levels of bitachon. It's not just a person who's in a state of hopelessness, wondering where, where uh, how he's going to get out of a certain situation in life. Not just that person who needs to trust in Hashem. Even What's that? He took a great risk. Yeah, huge risk. Because uh, I could have said if, 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 you, if you're nothing. Okay, yeah. Go. Exactly. Uh, like the person who comes, you're interviewing somebody for for a job, right? You want him to be partner in your law firm, right? So if the person says, "Ah, oh, I'm not really that great," uh, you, okay, you say, "I don't want you for the job." Exactly. Somebody who believes in himself, somebody who shows, look at my credentials, all these places that I've uh, uh, that I've uh, serviced and uh, and done all these internships and right. They, you always try fluffing up uh, your your resume, right? You never try selling yourself short, and that's ultimately what Yosef was doing. He was selling himself short. He's saying, "Oh, it's all Hashem. I don't actually have a great a great amount of wisdom. Not me. All Hashem. Huge risk Yosef that Yosef." Has seen what happens to people who don't please Paro. Um, so he's saying, don't blame me if it, if it doesn't work. It's not my fault. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't really have all that he much to gain at this stage. Because, because he's, uh, he's, he's, it's going to happen. I've shown you it's going to happen. Well, he's telling him the future. In, in a way, it's, yeah, he's telling him, but he doesn't know that yet. In a way, it's higher risk, though, because if it doesn't come through, then the power is going to be like, ah, your, your God is false. You're, you're a charlatan. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're a fake, uh, you're fake, fake believer. And if you <coughs> say, I'm a great dream, dream interpreter and I can do this, he'll be one of those people, if it works, he'll be one of those people who follow power around, looking over their shoulder to see if anyone's trying to yeah. Yeah, could be. knock so, them over. Um, yeah. And that's... That wasn't going to help him that much either. Yeah. 
Uh, so there are certain benefits by saying everything's from Hashem. Uh, one that you can just be a conduit. Uh, and ultimately, if something goes wrong or if something goes right, it wasn't me, it was Hashem. Uh, right? So if, uh, you know, the board of your shul gets mad at you, upset at you, okay, it was Hashem. But the same, you know, same same way uh, um, around that uh, your successes also aren't you all, uh, only Hashem. Uh, so ultimately, that's what we want to get to, to, to the place where we're just the conduit. Uh, of Hashem, uh, and therefore, uh, many artists and uh, big successful businessmen, they put a lot of uh, self-blame on themselves for things that that went wrong or a project that flopped. Uh, but when a person has bitachon, one of the huge milas of, uh, of being a living example of bitachon is that you ultimately just see yourself as a conduit. And like what George was saying, you don't have to take the blame uh, for, for something, but that works both ways. Both your successes, right? You don't just take, uh, oh, take oh, my, the successes were all me, but then when something goes wrong, oh, that was Hashem, right? No, no, it's both your successes and your failures, weren't you, just Hashem? You're just trying to be a conduit uh, and to bring out uh, the potential of your neshama that Hashem is, is giving you uh, and wants you to express in this world, um, but ultimately uh, recognizing that it's all Hashem. <laughs> Please stay because uh, through you, I'm getting getting a lot of benefit also. Yeah, yeah. Hashem is helping you, and he's helping, uh, uh, really doing a good job for you too. Yeah, another and amazing. And they all want, and, and the whole place wanted him to stay because. Uh, yeah, because they saw him as a conduit for, for Hashem's yeah. bracha. Exactly. Uh, I mean, that's another example of uh, of Bitachon, just like Yosef. And also, uh, uh, Yosef also in in uh, Potiphar's house. Uh, Potiphar saw that it was uh, that it was the blessings of Hashem coming through Yosef, and he wanted them there. That's why he uh, promoted him to such success. Uh, so ultimately, we think that we're that we're harming ourselves. It's not true. Ultimately, it's for our benefit when we're when we're just a conduit. Um, okay, we've got five minutes left. Uh, we'll we'll try wrapping it up. Uh, so basically, uh, we find that Yosef does, um, in a way, there's some kind of pagam in his amuna, uh, in his bitachon. Uh, we've uh, the Medrash Rabbah says because he said zechartani he's kartani because he said twice to the Sarabashkin, remember me, remember me. Uh, he was only supposed to either say one time. Or maybe not at all. There's different opinions in the in the commentaries exactly what Yosef's mistake here was, but we know that he was put two years in prison, right? Uh, because because he said that twice. Uh, so the the Medrash Rabbah already says that that Yosef was the master of bitachon, and this just basically shows what a high level of bitachon Yosef was on, right? Because if he's being uh, if he's getting two years of prison just from saying twice, uh, remember me, uh, that means he must have been on such a high level where on his level of bitachon, uh, that was considered that was considered a, a huge fall. Uh, and the Chazanish mentions, uh, I'll just mention it outside, um, that basically he tried something that was too improbable. For this Saramashkin who was full, he calls him Rahavim, uh, a person who is full of, of gaiva. So for a person who is full of, uh, full of himself, uh, to ask him to remember you in prison and to, to put a leg out for you uh, was pretty much, there was almost zero improbability. And Yosef, at this point, he should have recognized that and been like, okay, it's a 0% <laughs> chance of him actually, whatever, a 0.0001% chance of him actually remembering Yosef. Uh, and therefore, to to keep pushing him, to, to remember him in jail, that was not considered his shtadlis, that was considered like an act of desperation. Uh, so the so what the Chazanish is learning is that there can there's a difference between hishtalos, uh, which is something uh, within probability. 
possibility that can happen and an act of desperation which shows that, oh, you have no other hope, you just need to force something out, uh, that already shows, uh, act of desperation shows a lack of bitachon, uh, whereas doing proper ishtadus, which Yosef does, right? He asks, he basically tells Paro, you need to put somebody in charge of all Eretz Mitzrayim um, in order to, to take care and uh, implement this plan. Uh, so we find that Yosef does actually make Hishtadlus in the future and he's not punished for mentioning to Paro, oh, you need to put somebody in command who could take over, take care of uh, so Eretz Mitzrayim. That was Hishtadlus. It's only here where it was uh, an act of desperation where there was almost no probability. Uh, and he keeps pushing the, the Sara Mashkin uh, to, to remember him. That was already, um, uh, that wasn't in the category of Hishtadlus, that was in the category of desperation. Uh, and therefore, he uh, he was punished. Well, what was he meant to do? Yeah. Uh, so he, that's a, he, he should have just left it. Hashem will will, will send me uh, my Yeshua from somewhere else. You're not supposed to rely on miracles. So I mean, you're supposed to do what you can. I mean, so it would be logical that he would approach the the, the person who has connections that he's helped out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that would have been the the logical thing. Uh, and basically, this well, gets well, into. The way you've explained it is it's not a logical thing. It's an act of desperation. There was a, a no probability of, of it working, so that's not his target. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the Chazanish as well. But the exact opposite should be true, meaning if you. If you do something that's probable, that's going to work, then you say it's me. But if you do an act of desperation, then it's then it's for sure Hashem, no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so basically, the way it works is it's kind of a U curve, right? So the the if you're on the lowest level of emuna uh, and bitachon, so then you need to do the highest level uh, of of uh, of um, But then in um, but then it, and, and then the higher level of emuna bitachon you are. So then it gradually gets less and less uh, how much ishtalos you need to do, uh, except for David Melech, who was on the highest level of Amunu and Bitachon, and then he was meant to do all his ishtalos, fight the battles, but every uh, thrust of his sword, he's like, ah, it's all Hashem. Uh, so he's supposed to do all the ishtalos uh, and recognize that it's all Hashem uh, at the same time. Um, but basically Yosef was on such a high level of Amunu and Bitachon, so now his, his level of ishtalos was meant to drop. Uh, and he shouldn't have been doing the the level of act of desperations. Um, this level of uh, w- anything within the category of desperation, he should have just left. Hashem won't take care of me uh, in that in in that situation, even if I see no other solution, getting out of prison, uh, which is an amazing level. Uh, and like we can't even assume what what it would what it would be like. Uh, so basically, um, if anybody needs to go, it's already eight o'clock. I want to respect people's time, uh, but we'll finish off here. Uh, that the Ramcha basically looks at Ishtalis as like a tax that a person has to pay. Uh, he has to do his duty of ishtadlus, uh, but anything beyond that, uh, which is either in the category of act of desperation or really trying to push and do every little ounce of ishtadlus, no, 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 no. Uh, better to let, let Hashem do it um, and to live with complete emunah, bitachon, Hashem will take care of you. Uh, yes, we have to put in our ishtadlus. Yes, we need to work nine hours a day uh, if that's the, the level that we're at. Um, and to make sure that we have some way of supporting our family. But look at that as like a tax that you're paying, as like a duty. Uh, Don't get overly involved in all the nitty-gritty details and putting every ounce of your energy, put the majority of of your energy and thought uh, into Hashem uh, and just kind of go through the actions uh, and do what you need to do uh, on the the lowest level possible. Um, And... 
Um, and uh, in source number nine, we will finish off with this, uh, which is basically that um, we find that how did Yosef get to this level of Amuna and how did he express this level of Amuna? Uh, so we know in last week's Parsha, uh, when he would go into the, the house of Potiphar, um, he would always be, the, the Medrash says, uh, what's this? Vayhi Hashem as Yosef, Vayhi Ish Matzliach. Hashem was with Yosef. Hashem was in Ish Matzliach. And it says, Vayar, Potiphar saw. Uh, that, uh, that, Yo- that Hashem was with Yosef uh, and uh, they asked the question that, what does that mean that, 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 par- that uh, Potiphar saw this person was a Russia uh, and how did he see that Hashem was with Yosef uh, so the Medrash explains that what happened was that Yosef would always be whispering things when he came into, into the house of Potiphar he'd always be whispering something and Potiphar would ask him what are you doing are you like some kind of magic sorcery why are you bringing sorcery into a land that's full of sorcery uh, Say, so what are you whispering over here, right? Are you are you saying something bad about me? Whenever we hear people whispering, we get self-conscious that they're think that they're talking about us. So that's what Potiphar was in this situation. Uh, and Yosef said, No, 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 no. I'm asking Hashem. I'm davening to Hashem uh, that I should be matzachin in your eyes and in the eyes of everybody that sees me, and that I should uh, and that I should get success, um, and that I should be lechenu lechasid orachmi beinecho vene koroe. And in the eyes of everybody that sees me, he was davening to Hashem on a consistent and basis. Uh, and that says the Sif Sechayim is the key to Yosef Spitachon. Uh, consistently always davening to Hashem, right? This business deal is about to go through. Hashem, please make it successful. I'm about to give the shear. Uh, Hashem, please make it successful. I'm about to sit down and learn at nighttime for a half hour. Hashem, please help me that I that I don't get uh, distracted on my phone. Uh, I'm about to daven in the morning. Hashem, give me an amazing uh, open my lips. Hashem, sefasai tiftach. Uh, before before I daven, Shmona uh, Esrei. Any little thing that we do, uh, you can even break down if you want to get like really crazy, right? I'm getting dressed in the morning. Uh, Hashem, help me choose the right clothes. Help me look good. Uh, I could literally be any, I'm about to eat. Hashem, make this food nourishing for my body uh, and give me the energy that I need for the day. Uh, so any little thing you can you can break down into tefillah to Hashem. And that was Yosef's key, right? Any, he would walk in, Hashem, 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 she, uh, she Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Tamid was Yosef's model. Hashem is standing with me at all times. He'd always be whispering, davening to Hashem. And that's ultimately the success uh, in life, how we reach there. Biladai, it's not me. Elohim Yanem, Shalom Paro, it's all Hashem. Uh, and we get there through constant tefillah uh, in Hashem. Have an amazing day. Amazing Shabbos.